Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. Look at us recording and being ready to release an episode on time after a week. We are very reliable people. Seriously, like we are just just monuments of predictability. Yes. And and absolute reliability. Keep we, going. Yeah, we are just uh, a rock. Uh, I, I I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Well, we're doing another one two weeks in a row. So I mean, what what more could you ask from us? <laughs> so I guess it's confirmation that we're back, like fully, like yeah, I think it's so. a thing. It's a thing. And seriously, and we're even doing it over like a thing where there's like a holiday coming up. Yeah, we're so good, right? Because should get like gold stars. Seriously, because I don't know if you knew this, but um, did you know that it uh Monday, which I guess two up two days before this episode comes out, is Christmas. How did that happen? Didn't Christmas just happen like three months ago? Seriously, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, yeah, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, which is my favorite time of the year. Yeah, even though it's also the saddest time of year because I'm single. Sort of jobless. <laughs> and I don't have a vehicle, so I have to literally, like, nest with all these emotions. But other than that, it's still my favorite time of year. I get to go home. I'm going to see Travis and Crystal. We're going to um, hang out, and the dogs will be there. And, and it was also my mom's favorite time of year, so that also makes it really special. Her birthday just passed, actually, the day our last podcast launched, December 20th. Ah. So yeah, that was her birthday. So yeah, it's it's pretty magical for me. Nice. So those are your that's your plans for the the holiday, heading home, seeing the fam. Yeah, I'm actually taking the Greyhound bus. <laughs> I mean, it sounds pretty white trash to me, but I guess it's a thing people do. Well, and actually, it's uh, part of me is like, but yeah, you, then you don't have to drive. I don't have to drive. I get free Wi-Fi. I don't. They have Wi-Fi on those? They have. I mean, they're set up for like the next Armageddon. That's actually. It's starting to sound pretty good. Yeah, twenty-seven bucks. Oh yeah. Okay, that's that's really good. Really good. And you can take a a ba- full size bag like luggage. They'll put underneath. You could take one for overhead and your bag, so you don't have to pay extra. Yeah, so. that sounds. I mean, like one thing I guess if you were going to like New York from L.A., that's a long bus trip. But like, yeah, you know, going home for you is not that long of a drive. It's not four hours. Okay, so that's not too bad. It's a piece of cake. Yeah, as long as you have like a good like either no neighbor on your on the bus or like a reasonable one i think it can be good every time i've taken greyhound i've never had somebody sit next to me which is great so nice that's what i'm looking forward to two seats of my very own <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah so what's up with you how's how's the move going oh man the move is still happening um well i'm all i'm mostly settled in the new the new office but you know um working out the kinks and uh tonight like uh this is uh well you know yeah it's friday right now and um tonight is i believe the night that the other office gets moved which is like the bulk of the company so you're getting moved to a completely new building yes we are in one... okay i thought you were like combining into one we are combining into one new building one new building yeah gotcha. so both buildings got moved uh my building got moved last week and then this uh our other our main building is getting moved 
right now. The one I worked at with you on Highland, mm-hmm. it was so cute. I know. I really loved that building. And it used to be a record store. Really? Yeah. It, it's, it, I was actually really excited because it was a little bit of a homecoming for me. Um, when I was in college, I worked for Sony as a college marketer. Yeah. And one of my jobs was to go to independent record stores, uh, not including Amoeba, and um, build displays and give them promo copies of things and help promote uh, our college-focused, uh, you know, our, our priority bands for the college market. Okay. And that store, or the, the building that I used to work in, um, was formerly Aaron's Records uh, in wow. 2004. And... Um, or up until 2004, rather. And I absolutely loved that store, even just as a customer. I bought, like, my Dutch import of Nine Inch Nails, The Fragile, on vinyl there for, like, 20 bucks. Like, it was just a magical place. And um, it was, like, a really great L.A. indie store. And uh, I used to be up on a really high ladder, building displays there once a week. And um, and so it was really, really exciting to work, to, to get the job that I got, and then to be in that building, just because, like, I had such good memories of it. I really miss like those those like mom and pa record stores. They had a really cute one, a vinyl store in Santa Cruz that just closed like a few months ago. Ugh, like they're all just closing down. It's really a bummer. It's a bummer. So well, and now you're closing down again. <laughs> yep. And uh, so it's sad to leave. Um, but uh, the the new building we're at is real cool. Has a lot of history to it. Um, and uh, my department has a really great sort of set of offices and so um, and we're all together that's the best thing like we you know we were split into two buildings for so long that just being in one building with the whole company is actually really going to be like convenient and it's just going to be it's going to it's going to be awesome yeah because i really like i like everybody i work with and uh the whole company and um with very 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 few exceptions and so i'm i'm really excited about just kind of being in the same place as a lot of people i like seeing that's dope yeah oh that's awesome yeah so, but yeah, right now though, um, I feel bad. A lot of people are moving and getting everything set up and, you know, making sure that IT works and all that sort of stuff uh, over this Christmas uh, yeah. four days because like, and... Um, It'll be worth it though. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Todd and I are going to be super busy over this whole Christmas break as well, just because... You like, have a crazy holiday schedule. Seriously, all I want to do is just All sleep. your family does is celebrate. <laughs> we're going to be so fat by the end of this thing. Because yeah, like tomorrow we're celebrating Hanukkah because my mom's uh, husband is... Uh, is Jewish and so we're doing Hanukkah tomorrow and then the next day is like uh, my sister's in-laws do like a Christmas Eve party every year so we're going to that and then um, Christmas Day Todd and I host a brunch for local friends Um, so we uh, we open up our house to to friends who want to come over for brunch and then after that we drive to see my mom and we do Christmas with my family yeah, so I wish I was six. This is my day to take it easy. Yeah, I've always wanted to come to your brunch. Well, but if you ever don't go home, I mean, that's never going to happen. Well, seriously, <laughs> you, you have a good relationship with your family, and uh, and they're excellent people, and I would want to see them too if I were you. Yeah. So it all makes sense. Yeah, but um, so well, since we are so close to Christmas, what like what are some gifts that like from your childhood that were your favorites? Did you have any favorites? That's funny. The first thing, I know I do. Well, like <laughs> as, um, a lot of my my best gifts are are very video gamey related um because uh you know often um santa would get me the console mm-hmm. and the rest of the family would get me games and or accessories and i remember like the year i got my genesis like blew my fucking mind and um but like one of the first christmases i remember is when my sister and i got our original nintendo 
Oh, yeah. And, um, like, we both had no idea what we were doing. Uh, we were terrible. Like, we never really played games before. And, um, and like, I think a couple of years later, we got the power pad. And oh, damn, that fucking power pad. Well, I remember that. <laughs> we, because that was, like, you know, it was a Santa gift. So it was, it was unwrapped. And we, um, we woke up early to, you know, play with our stuff. And um, we ended up waking up my mom and her boyfriend at the time because uh, two kids running on the power pad at once is real fucking loud. And it shook, like, the entire floor of the house we lived in. <laughs> <laughs> in uh in las vegas so like a lot of my best video game memories are and even i remember like um when i got my super nintendo i was probably i don't know what 10 something like that maybe 11 and i remember uh talking to my stepdad and having him show me how to hook up a console to a tv um just in a theoretical in case yeah. santa got me a super nintendo yeah and uh and so um because you know like yeah the rule You're was prepping yeah the rule was any gift from santa that was you know is is it just comes unwrapped that you can play with yeah but like obviously the I wrapped like stuff don't touch it and don't wake up the parents until at least 9 a.m and if you're gonna wake them up at nine the coffee machine should already be on. Well, I feel like they set themselves up for failure with that. If you had that big old mat down there. Oh well, that was yeah. The year of the power pad. I think they thought, oh yeah, like Danielle and, and Rob will keep they'll keep busy to themselves, and instead we got, we were and we just were super loud. Um, but then like yeah, when I got my Super Nintendo, um, I remember like seeing it, getting super excited, grabbing it, running upstairs, setting it up, and I just sat in in uh, in the room where my video games were, and I played games until the whole family woke up. So like it was a nice way for me to keep to myself because I was old enough to set it up and do my thing. Yeah. I feel like I um maybe I did get the Genesis also during Christmas. I can't remember because usually aside from the Genesis, we used to get all the systems during launch. Mm. So I can't quite remember, but we did used to get a lot of games during Christmas for sure. Yeah, I never did launch systems until like I was an adult. Older, yeah, yeah, like it I was mean, always it's... Christmas for systems and birthday and Christmas for games. Yeah, they usually launched around my birthday around September ish. Mm-hmm. So that's. Yeah. Wait, wait, what is your specific, what's the day again? My birthday? Yeah. September 1st. 1st, okay. Yeah, because you were close to the launch of the uh, Dreamcast. The PlayStation launched right during my birthday, and yeah. Next, so. the Dreamcast came out nine nine ninety nine. Yeah, so that was typically a birthday present, those systems. Yeah. So how about you? Any any standout uh, holiday gifts? Yeah, uh, Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, was shit. Was pretty dope. Yep. Was I, I was that guy who all, like, my sister got Teddy Ruxpin, like she was age appropriate for it, mm-hmm. and I was a kid. But it's weird, even as a kid, I was fascinated with technology. Yeah. And all I wanted to do was take out his batteries and replace his story time sort of cassettes yeah. with various other cassettes that we had around the house. So, so like music cassettes? There was Def Leppard coming out of that thing, <laughs> coming out of Teddy, way more than you would think. I don't think I ever did that. I think oh I always God. just kept the Teddy Ruxpin tapes in Teddy Ruxpin. I used him pretty much as a portable tape player. That's like, pretty funny. Like I wish st- I had one just for that now. My sister and I grew up with a lot of... You know, just we grew up like I, I was buying records at five. Like I we yeah. grew up like with a record collection. And so anyway, yeah, it was an excuse to put that into a teddy bear and have him, you know, that's pretty cool. Sing uh, Rocket by Def Leppard. Yeah. So what else? What else? Um, well, my Teddy Ruxpin would have been singing Paul Abdul, but that's another <laughs> story. Um, uh, She-Ra, Crystal Castle. Nice. Those were like the best play sets. The one that fold up and you unfold them and it's a set and then you put the accessories up in there and then you fold them back up and carry them away like a carry case. 
Action figures always fascinated me. I never really had them though growing up. No, no, they were not. They weren't really Gosh. a thing. I I remember having one. I had the He Man where uh, he if you hit him in the chest, like it would the battle scar. It would rotate and he had the scar. Yeah, uh-huh. that was like the one I think that I had. I never had any tur- Ninja Turtle action That's figures, crazy. and those feel like a missed opportunity. Travis and I were like the kings and queens of fucking action figures. We had everything <laughs> and every playset from the Technodrome. What? Yes, to the sewer hangout hideout for the turtles and the turtle van. We had the Travis had the turtle van. Um, the the Rat King mobile, <laughs> his little like speeder thing. We had all of it. And S- Star Wars, we had the Ewok playset. We had all of that. We had. I think we had one of the at ats. Mm. Um, you guys must have had the like the minifigures that fit in the giant Darth Vader helmet carrying case because it's like i had a lot of friends who had that yeah we never had the carrying cases well we had them but they just weren't opened but Mm. we had all the figures and um yeah uh fuck i can't even think we had so many play sets we had scare or snake mountain from he-man we Mm. had castle grayskull we had all of them we were we were a little bit spoiled i'm just gonna say that but whatever you turned out fine but I think one of the most important, um, and I might have talked about this before, the most important gifts I ever got was my Peaches and Cream Barbie doll. Did I talk about this? No. So one year I wanted a Barbie, and I think my dad did get me a Barbie, but I was, like I said, spoiled, and it wasn't the one I wanted. So it was like the next day or the day after, he took me and Travis to the toy store where I could pick out the one I wanted, which was Peaches and Cream Barbie, which was like the very dramatic, like almost like a quinceanera dress Barbie. <laughs> Super pretty. I have to Google this because it just sounds hilarious. Yeah. It's, she's very pretty. And that's when Barbie had like the best face. Like those dolls during the 80s had her most iconic look, I feel. So that was just like a very awesome doll to begin with. And they actually, a few years ago, came out with a repromotion of it, which I'm killing myself that I didn't purchase. Oh my God, that is a lot of dress. She's so good. That is a lot of dress. Oh my God, I love that ba- that Barbie. Look at that hair. Look at those eyes. The bluest eyes in Texas. Seriously, she's, wow. <laughs> Oh my god, and in the box, like, instead of it coming, like, down around her elbows, <laughs> it's, so... like, up and over her head. It's, like, this huge it's sort like of the white RuPaul. flourish all around <laughs> her. It looks almost like... Uh, she it's almost like she's wearing uh the interior of a casket. Oh no. <laughs> I mean like in the box. Just yeah. because the dress all fluffed up around her, where it's like coming up on the sides. Totally. It looks kind of casket. She's dead in her box. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to sully the memory of, of Peaches and Cream Barbie. Peaches Barbie. and Cream. Well, but anyway. She sounds delicious. Yeah. But the thing that made it most important to me in my memory, looking back, is that my dad didn't blink an eye. That's really cool. You know? He could have gone and said, like, fuck no, you're getting yeah. a fucking G.I. Joe and shut the fuck up. Yeah. But no, he was totally cool with it. I'm sure in his mind he was like, uh-oh, what am I dealing with here? But whatever. I was his kid. Your dad's me, a supportive and evolved fellow. Yeah. Well, at least for his own family. I yeah. don't know about the rest <laughs> of the world. Well. The important thing is that you got the good side yeah, of it. Yeah, I got the good side of it. So, so yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, sorry, what else have we been up to? I, I saw Star Wars right after we recorded oh, last week. shit, yeah. I saw Duh. Star Wars. And? I liked it. I uh, didn't love it. Same. Didn't yeah. hate it, though. Like, it's... It had its moments. Totally. And, like, the moment that you were talking about, I'm assuming I know what you're talking about. 
uh, because there's one moment that really did stand out. Uh, we need to talk about this when we're we not recording. Do because somebody else like responded to that, and it was completely the wrong moment. Oh, shit. And well, I was like, well, that's not it. Yeah, like part of me now, I'm, I'm very curious because Todd actually said to me, he was like, oh, because he listened to the podcast, and he was like, what is the moment that she was talking about? And I was like, I'm assuming it's... And he was like, probably. And I was like, but who knows? I'll find out. So actually, I'm going to make a note here. Um, I wish I could just say a keyword and then... No, don't, don't say anything for those who haven't seen it yet. How would they know? No, it's... We won't say anything. No, we won't. No spoilers. We will talk about it offline. Yeah. Um. No yeah. But I made a note though, so uh, I wrote the moment. When it's out of theaters, agenda. though, we can go ham on it. Fair game. Okay. Totally. Once it's out on home video, I feel like it's completely fair game. But also, like, yeah, a lot of people I know who are actually big moviegoers and big Star Wars fans have not seen it yet. Really? Like my boss, for example, he was. It's a busy time. He's it is busy, and he's waiting for his family to because he has a lot of family come to him for Christmas, mm-hmm. and so um. They're doing like a massive group, I think like 15 or 16 people going to see it like the day after Christmas. That's how I did Wonder Woman. And so the it's, first time. And yeah, so he's like, he's waited like he's going to wait like almost two weeks, I guess, by the time this thing. Wow. Or a week and a half. And nothing's time been spoiled it. for him. No, he's actually been really good about like anything on the internet. As soon as he sees like STA, he's like, moving on, done, not even looking because he doesn't yeah. want to know. Um, But yeah, like it's, I don't really understand all the people who are like, it's the worst Star Wars movie ever because like it's not. Well, that's completely opposite from what i heard before i saw it yeah, before, people are saying it's like the gem yeah before before i saw it everyone was saying it's like one of the best star wars movies ever and now that i've seen it i'm seeing a lot more articles about like here are the problems with the last jedi and a lot of people are kind of picking it apart and like the movie has some issues it is kind yeah. of two movies wedged into one like there's a lot of sort of uh tonal things that todd didn't really like that didn't really sit well with me but i was fine with it mm-hmm. like it's a fucking star wars movie and as someone who's not a massive fan of the yeah. fan franchise i'm not upset with them handling it any particular way it was fine i liked it better than the force awakens so i really liked the force awakens but also that was just like right now it's this is the third star wars movie in as many years yeah i'm not saying i'm getting franchise fatigue but like at the same time force awakens came how many years after revenge of the sith and it was so good compared to the prequels that like it felt like it it, it reinvigorated me or rather it invigorated me in the first place to get excited about the franchise like i bought both of the previous trilogies on blu-ray after force awakens because i was like i should watch those still haven't done it yet um or i should you know i should watch those again still haven't um oh my god you're gonna be so happy but like, when you see them they're so good but i loved the force awakens i really did and rogue one i loved and so yeah the like, emperor I, strikes back and the return of the jedi are just masterpieces I mean, I still cry every time I finish Return of the Jedi because I used to think that Darth Vader was my dad. And so I have, like, as a kid, I thought Darth Vader was my dad. So I have those, you know, I start to cry because I'm like, (laughs) why? (laughs) And I remember having dreams about Darth, well, I was like, oh, I'm going to give it away, but everybody's seen it, (laughs) about Darth Vader dying. And it was just so, I was so distraught over it. And anyway, I'm growing up now, but it still makes me sad so tell me what else is happening uh los angeles is cold and i hate it this um, is not cold it is cold it's cold to me i know compared to like any other place in the country uh we are downright tropical but um (laughs) it's cold like a couple days ago the high was like the low 60s and the low was like 47 that's cold for los angeles is it don't we get down to the 40s in february it's cold then too yeah well like when, I, when your body's used to being warm the whole time, 
I guess it is cold. Yeah, I'd be happy at like 60 to 70 degrees year round. Yeah, well, who wouldn't, honestly? <laughs> High 60s, okay. mind you. Mind you. Um, Let's not get crazy. So what else have you been up to? Uh, well, just watching a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah? I have my list that I go through every year. Oh, and I finally watched Die Hard for the first time in probably ever. I haven't probably ever seen it the whole way through. But I've always loved um, Alan Rickman. Mm. And so I understand, like, the love for Hans Gruber. Yeah. Because he's just, he's hot, by well, the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like, Die Hard is a great movie, but, like, it is... It's not very Christmassy. Well, no, it... It's, it's 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 a Christmas movie in the same way that like Go is a Christmas movie. Like it just yeah. happens to take place around Christmas. Um, but like you know, uh, but the, I do consider Batman Returns a Christmas movie. I also consider Gremlins to be a Christmas See, movie. So there you go. But like it is a thing where you know it is that sort of uh, counterculture uh, thing to be like you know oh I think I'm so subversive. My favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Fuck your It's a Wonderful Life because Die Hard and it's like Die Hard's fine. Yeah, I don't know if I would. It's not a movie that's like, it's Christmas and I'm going to watch it. It's pretty good, though. I mean, I didn't realize it was like uh, Bruce Willis. He's most of the time just hiding out. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, it's like I haven't seen Die Hard uh, in probably 10 years, I don't think. Um, But Todd was in a 30-minute musical production of Die Hard, Uh which was tons of fun. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Die Hard, it's a classic. Yeah. They're actually showing it at the Egyptian um, back-to-back with Jingle All the Way, like two days after Christmas. So Jingle All the Way? Is that isn't that the Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to get the Turbo Man doll? Yeah. So if you like those two films, they're going to be showing at the Egyptian Theater in like two days after this comes out. You have to check times and all that, but you that's what I heard. Knows out there. Yeah, yeah, in L.A. of course. Um, so well, and oh, oh, good. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say the other movies I watched. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, what else? What was in your, your Christmas playlist? Oh, Christmas Vacation, of course. Oh, classic. That is... You must. Yeah. Yes. This here is an RV. That's my favorite line. <laughs> I say every time I pass an RV <laughs> on the road. Uh, the Family Stone. Okay. Which a lot of people love or hate it. It's the one with um, Sarah Jessica Parker, and she's like the stuck-up bitch who goes back home to this like very progressive family and stirs things up. Yep. Really good. Um, one that nobody's seen except maybe me and Travis because I made him watch it is called Mixed Nuts. I love Mixed Nuts. Do you love Mixed okay. Nuts? Uh, do you have an idea how often I talk about how, well, with the Santa Annas, everyone's been acting oh, strange. Yes. No, like, must be the Santa Annas. Yeah, it's like, when, <laughs> did I blame you when you gave out our address? No. I blame, I blame the, the Santa, Santa Annas. <laughs> I don't even know what the Santa Annas are. <laughs> uh, that actually was the first movie I'd ever seen that had Madeline Kahn in it. Uh, help me, please. I'm stuck oh. in the elevator. Can't you see? I need help. <laughs> yeah, like her rapping in the elevator. And like, oh, an Adam Sandler song that he sings to Catherine. Oh, uh, and when he sings it to... When he sings it to Chris. Chris, like one of the first trans girls I ever well, liked. And that was like the first movie that Lee Schreiber was ever in. Really? I believe that's his first movie, You're I think. so good. Yeah. No, that movie is... By the way, yes, Mixed Nuts is a, a film version of a French play. Yes. Directed by Nora Ephron. But it's also French film. Oh, it was a film too. They made it into a film Aha. as well, yeah. Dire- directed by Nora Ephron, uh, starring... Steve Martin, Rita Wilson, Adam Sandler, Madeline Kahn, Liev Schreiber, Robert Klein, uh, Juliette Lewis, yes. An- Anthony LaPaglia, uh, with cameos from Parker Posey, John Stewart, John Stewart. Gary Shandling. Uh, Rob Reiner. G- Gary Shandling also. Uh, oh, uh, Jolie Richardson. Uh, oh my God, you're so good. Man, there's a bunch. Um, Yeah, no, the movie is 
fucking fantastic. Like I know I'm a Victor Garber's in it. Victor Garber's. Uh, in oh, it? his voices. I didn't know <gasps> he's, that. He's probably one of the callers. Irate neighbor. <gasps> oh, he's the guy. Probably he's yelling through the wall. I think when uh, they're all yelling. Haley Joel Osment is in it as the little kid. Hey, hey mom, it's, it's Santa. Santa. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Seriously, like yeah. If you've not seen Mixed Nuts, it's a complete sort of like not screwball. Screwball usually is, oh yeah, it's kind of screwbally. Yeah, it's um, quirky. Yeah, it's it's extremely like physical and super goofy and it's very Christmassy. I love that you love Mixed Nuts. Travis oh actually wrote an um a paper on Mixed Nuts for college. No, that movie is like I remember I saw it in theaters and it like I could not I had no idea what I was getting into and it was so satisfying. And like so my whole family actually loves that movie. Like my mom always tries to remember what uh Madeline Kahn's character's name is cuz she thinks it's so funny that her name is Blanche Munchnick. Uh-huh. <laughs> like and she's off to go hang out with her dead husband's <laughs> sister. sister. My dead husband's sister. If you don't mind. <laughs> um, no, like, yeah, that movie is, it's its great. I actually showed it to Todd for the first time uh, probably two or three years ago. Really? He'd never seen it. And so now he loves that movie and we it tends to be like a yearly watch. I need to show it to um, Stephen and Keith because I made them watch The Family Stone the other night and Keith fell asleep. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of The Family Stone, but no. like, I do have to say, what, is that? In that movie is the brother is is it he's gay and deaf? Yes. Which I thought that was kind of a cool move to have like and it's a gay deaf character. That movie made me love Diane Keaton. Oh for that. How could you not love her from like Father of the Bride or yes, Baby that, Boom? That's true, but when she has that speech on having gay children mm. at the dinner table and she puts Sarah Jessica in her place, I remember when I was it must have been like my first year of college or whatever. I can't remember when it came out, but it brought tears to my eyes because she's just so like, fuck you. I wanted all my kids to be gay. How could you think I wouldn't? <laughs> and it's so good. So, well, I'm still, I, I'm actually thrilled that you love Mixed Nuts because it is a movie that like so few people are familiar with. Yeah. A lot of people have seen it. A lot of people who've seen it hate it. Like, well, Travis doesn't care for it. Oh, really? Yeah. He wrote a paper about it, but he doesn't like it? He, he wrote about it because. It was a little obscure, and mm. he had to write about, I guess, the author, I mean, the um, the director of mm. a movie, whatever she did, he had to choose one. Mm. And so... Well, better that than Sleepless in Seattle. I mean, because just that everyone could write about that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's one of those weird movies that you just got to take it for what it is. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. It totally knows what it is, and it is goofy as hell. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I love it's full that. drama, and yet it's not really that dramatic, because it's just all funny. Yeah. It's just, it's a bunch of very big characters. Yeah. Oh, so, so what what else on the list? Sorry, we got sidetracked oh, by yeah. mixed nuts. But by the way, go see mixed nuts. Go if you can see find mixed nuts. There's yeah. a DVD. The, the DVD is out there. Yeah. Um, buy it. I'm sure it's on Amazon for six bucks. Probably. Totally like, the best six bucks you ever spent. It really is fun. And if you hate it, I'm sorry. You uh... are an idiot. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, saying. Sorry. You just maybe have questionable taste. Thank you. I agree. Uh, I'm and... the diplomat here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Muppet Family Christmas, which is a very obscure uh, Muppet film, which nobody can find. I I think if you try to buy it on Amazon, it's like ninety dollars on DVD. I have it because I love it. It's when Fozzie Bear takes the Muppets to his mom's house for Christmas and surprises her, and it's this huge Christmas celebration. Miss Piggy's stuck in the snow somewhere. She's trying to get there to the farmhouse. The um, Fraggles are in it. The um, Sesame Street characters come and join in, and they have this like big old medley Christmas medley at the end with all of them singing. It's so good. Jim Henson makes an appearance in it, so um, it's one of my favorites. But you can't really find it. Maybe you can find it on YouTube. I don't know. Maybe. But 
Muppet Christmas Carol, 25th year anniversary, right now. Oh my god, has it been that and long? And it's so good. And Michael Caine is the best Ebenezer Scrooge you could ever find. Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing about that movie is, like, the Muppets are their own class. You know, they're silly and they're cute and they make the worst, best jokes ever. But Michael Caine just, it does not face him. He's he playing is, it totally straight. He's playing it straight the entire time. Like, they do not face him one well, bit. Well, he's Scrooge. So he's not good. supposed to be wooed by the magic of the Muppets. And he's He's not. a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. His transformation is epic. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's basically it. All right. That's a lot, though. Any yeah. any film you saw? Uh, no, not really. I haven't really been super. Uh, I mean, aside from Star Wars, I think you need to see Mixed Nuts tomorrow. I think I because Todd and I are cleaning and stuff for the brunch. And now that you say this, I do think we need to just go dig up. Like, I need to grab Mixed Nuts, Gremlins. Like, we need to grab a handful yes. of like Christmas movies, I'm Christmas alone. Vacation, The Ref. Oh God, I haven't seen that. I ref love in The forever. Ref. I'm a big fan of The Ref. I have to see that. Again. Um, but yeah, actually, uh, what was the one you just said that? Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Todd's done a 30 minute musical of that as well. Um, and that's a classic. And so yeah, I feel like we need to grab just a handful of Christmas movies and uh, let them happen. Yeah, um, tis the season. But yeah, so uh, on um, got a couple days ago, I took the first steps towards a massive Rob improvement. <gasps> Right. I had a consultation for LASIK. Did you? Yeah. Oh, good for you. And uh, my cornea thickness is depleting. Uh, no, it's above average, which is oh, great. Good. So, um, the when they were referring to my candidacy, the word ideal came up. I like that word. And so, um, I have scheduled uh, an appointment for my full on like uh, my full on pre op like evaluation of my um, my vision levels and like the correct treatment that they would want to do. Um, I've already got my eye drops that I need to take for like a week before the surgery. I have all these things. I've scheduled my surgery date. So um, so are you going to be a Ninja Turtle without your eye mask Possibly. On? I'm going to look like a Muppet baby. You take off my glasses <laughs> and I have some little dots for eyes. <laughs> yeah. um, like Skeeter. Skeeter. And Scooter. Both of them have that problem. Oh, yeah. Um, and Millhouse is similar in The Simpsons. Um, but yeah, That's so uh, soon I will lose my sort of nerd cred because my glasses are going to go away and um, everyone's going to remark about what a big face I have because I won't have giant plastic uh, cutting my Rims. face in half. Yeah. Um, but we'll whatever. Get used to people, it. We'll get used to yeah, it. Yeah, people can move on. They got used to me with glasses. They can get used to me without them. Or I can wear fake glasses. You can just no. do a Charlize Theron and paint half your head like a dark, smudgy. <laughs> you, you want me to Furiosa it? Yeah, Furiosa. I was like, what's her name? <laughs> what but, is it, grease paint? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm so excited. Um, because yeah, I've had glasses now for 26 years, and wow. um, I've worn contacts on and off for uh ever less than that 22 years no that can't be right yeah 22 years so um that's that's a big change yeah like i'm so excited about like not having to worry about glasses and be able to wake up and see um so and like it's funny because I, I walk like during my my consultation i got to do a tour of the the facility and i actually got to watch my surgeon do an operation somebody on somebody oh wow and um, a, a lot of people are like why would you watch you don't want to watch it and then you know what they're gonna do and it's gonna creep you out it's like it's really it's not fun to watch but um whatever i don't care i'm, yeah. I'm excited like a lot of people get weirded out about people touching their eyes and doing things to them if i can avoid glasses you could throw kitty litter in my eyes it's fine i don't totally. care totally i'm doing something similar not as 
not as great as that, but I'm finally getting, and I'm on my, going to be my third session, a laser hair removal for my legs. Nice. Lasers. Lasers are like magic. Lasers everywhere. And yeah, I had like the coarsest leg hair and for years and years and years, it was just like my pet peeve because like if I got cold, it was like porcupine and it it hurt so bad because I shaved my, I had to shave my legs every day or every other day. Even on hormones, like it really just, it's, it thinned it. But mm-hmm. it, it didn't, you know, yeah, didn't hardly stop ever. It. Yeah. Um. So, oh my gosh, if you can afford laser hair removal and you want something, it is literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. And my legs are my security. <laughs> like, they're what's going to make me money. When... Wait, you got some legs, like from here to yaya. Like, yeah. you got some legs. I'm going to make a man very happy one day, and he could just stroke my smooth legs. Let the record show her legs are so long they touch the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like there are some legs um yeah i uh that's why i uh, once i'm done because like you know after i got my hernia fixed then it was like all right next step fix the eyes and then after that the next step will be more lasers i want to get the uh zoom uh laser whitening for my teeth oh yeah and i want to do it i need it because i'm always drinking coffee and i'm always drinking tea so yeah like i'm it's lasers are the theme like lasers everywhere just laser me laser show we want everything lasers. <laughs> seriously I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a laser show installed <laughs> and a neon kit i'm gonna be like a, a, a souped up honda <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> um <laughs> so uh, what are you playing um i'm still in shadow of war how are you feeling about it? Have you made more progress since we talked? I have. Um, I've gotten to an... Because you start in... Uh, Gondor? No. Ithiel? Ith, um, I don't... Yeah. I can't remember the name. Something across from Gondor. Whatever. Fuck. Well, I can't remember. I just, just playing Ithiel, something like that. Mm. Anyway, so got out of that, got to a new area where it's all orcs. It's like orc land. Mm-hmm. You mean orcs? Orcs. And um, did that, you know, it's not capturing me. I what I really do love about it is what was in the previous game, how each of the enemies have their own personality. The nemesis system. It's pretty dope. It is. They didn't really change it that much from the last game, though. But that's what made that game so impressive in the first place. It made it really novel. And those fucking orcs are nasty sons of bitches. Like this one that really grossed me out is like covered in pustules. Just Uh, all over, just like gaping wounds. And he's like, I'm going to take your body and turn you inside out and rub you over my festering wounds and then uh, just like use you as like a hand towel and like have my way with you. I'm like, oh, that's so fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So gross. Can you imagine the people who like to pop like Ugh, yeah, no, not nope, no, no. Well, I mean, it's funny because Chobot's one of those. She likes to watch those videos. Todd, I don't know if Todd watches <laughs> videos, but if I have a zit, he's like, let me in. I'm like, no, leave me alone. It's so gross. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, it's it's entertaining. I'm not enthralled by it. I don't feel a need to have to go through the whole thing. That's the thing. Like, it's not a game where I'm like, I want to play more Shadow of War. Yeah. But, like, if it's all I had to play, I guess I'd play it. It's not like it's a terrible use of my time, but I, it's, it's not calling to me. No, it's not calling to me either. Yeah. And especially after the first one, it's really sad to see the second one not yeah. stick the landing. I might skip and go to Dishonored 2. Mm, okay. Because I haven't played it. We have 
have it. I love the first one. Yeah. I love that you play a woman in this one. Who was in the first one? She's a princess, right? She was a child. So yeah, so now as Emily, you can she's older now. Yeah, so or, so you, can, you, or you can play as Corvo still if you want. Nope. I mean, maybe I'll play both. Yeah. They're both They have different abilities. Yeah. So anyhow, I'm looking forward to that. So Nice. How about you? Um, well, I finished Deus Ex Mankind Divided's last DLC bit um, called A Criminal Past. Okay. Uh, I did that. Um, it was fun. It was hard. Uh, it's it's a thing where, um, which I need to write my little uh, post about that on my Facebook of my um, my games completed thing. Um, I'm and you to... need to post your, your um, crush. I do. I need to post that still. I have until Wednesday, but I need to do it too. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm up to 36 things completed now this year, and um, yeah, it's a, a criminal past is interesting because it takes place before the events of Mankind Divided. So um, officially, if you want to follow the timeline, you should not have access to any of the augmentations that are available to you in the main game. Okay. And they actually ask you at the beginning, like, "Hey, you're about to unlock your augs. Do you want to break continuity for the sake of having your experimental augs from the main game?" Or do you want to play into the, the way that the game was written, where you would just have your original augs? So I did the original way. Okay. But it's it was hard. It was good, though. Um, do you wish you would have done it the other way? Nah, I rarely use the experimental augs, even in the main game. Because the problem is, the in the main game, the experimental augs can cause you to, uh, like, overload your... Um, abilities or overload your circuits kind of like and so they're they're all they're experimental because they they come at a cost if you use them um so did that um other than that like i haven't really gone back into anything new or really committed to any other games because uh right now uh destiny 2 is doing uh, a winter event i think it's called the dawning and so i've been playing that um to sort of get it take advantage of special winter loot boxes that they're doing and um having a good time with that what what's like what's particular about the loot boxes like is it christmas themed yeah well it's like there's special emotes and stuff like gotcha. where you can give them a gift and like they have special just special you know unlocks that are limited and they're going away eventually like soon so just trying to take advantage of that while i can and then also um overwatch is having a win- the winter event yeah which um i went into and bought a few loot boxes and uh because there is a new casual Hanzo skin. I think we talked about last yes. week, uh, which I have now. And uh, no regrets. Yeah, just look up casual Hanzo. Um, and yeah, he's he's excellent. You need to post him too. Yeah, I should post him. I almost want him to be my crush, but I've already chosen Hanzo. I can't do casual Hanzo as a second crush. That would be cheating. But um, yeah, he's... Uh, this yeah, one? Uh, no, that's regular Hanzo. Yeah. That one's casual Hanzo. So click it. Oh, click yeah. it. Make it bigger. Okay. So you can see they changed his hair. So now he has like a shaved line and he has a gray beard. But apparently they are going to, they just announced that they're going to update it because the fans have been the upset. The hair is very Charlie. You remember from Street Fighter? I can, oh, I can see that. Yeah. But like they, the fans have complained. So they're giving him, him back his regular sort of black goatee. Um, and wait, oops, sorry. And his, his pants, they feel are too low rise. So they're going to like raise the pants up to get rid of the drop crotch kind of thing. Um, I love a drop crotch. I do. It as, a as lot well. to the imagination. The, um, <laughs> they're reducing the size of the piercing at the bridge of his nose. Why? Cause it's just big, but like they're, it's still there. It's going to be smaller. People are so crazy and with their characters. I know people are way too like particular about this. Cause I think that Hanzo is awesome. And, um, well, is this him too? Is uh, let me see. Yes, that oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. There someone go. someone exposed a nipple as a joke because oh. he has a nipple exposed. But gotcha. yeah, he's wearing super casual sneakers that are really cool. Um, some nice high tops, I and like there's those. a dragon printed across the butt of his sweatpants, which is fun. Oh, I don't see. Okay, there's so, no back to this. But anyway, so yeah, it's uh casual Hanzo. 
Oh. Is all good. So anyway, got that. And uh, but yeah, so right. the uh, Overwatch Winter event is happening right now. So I haven't really gotten into anything new, which sucks because I've only got like a week before the end of the year. So I got to finish more games. I know. I'm kind of bummed. Um, Keith and I are super bummed about Uncharted because on December 19th was the last day for like the half off for all of your... Um, oh, uh, to unlock stuff? To unlock stuff um slack i can't even think of what they're called right now but um like treasure boxes or whatever yeah basically for like um guns clothes shit like that um taunts so yeah so now it's all like back to regular takes forever to get anything so boo um that's cute um so uh was um when are you back in town like this is something we could probably talk about offline but um i think before the end of the year you need to come over we need to play night trap because i need to hit that that needs to be one of my games that hits my number before the end of the year and it'll take like an hour for us to play through it which we'd consider it completed which means i get to do that so um are you back before the new year yes i plan to be back on the like the 29th okay good so come over we will play or yeah i, I don't have here. any plans or i can come so. here and we can play or maybe we play and then we record the next episode we have to talk about night trap though because that is a thing we need to do yeah damn it we're gonna do it okay good we could just do it on twitch oh can we do that on twitch probably sweet so yeah so that's that and we'll do it on your account because you actually have followers <laughs> Sounds good to me. So to watch our Twitter account because we will probably announce when we are going to play Night Trap. Oh, he's so cute here. Sorry, I'm still looking at pictures of Hanzo. <laughs> so, um, so sorry, what was that? It's time to learn stuff. I think. Oh, right. It's time to learn stuff. Yeah. Yes, and you you fell down a Hanzo hole, and then like I honestly, mean, I don't I don't blame you. He only. is dreamy. <laughs> he is dreamy, and I I you know, and looking at photos of him, it can just eat up your day. But. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> especially that that casual Hanzo. So cute, almost. Well, who would you choose, casual Hanzo or um, the Ryu Ryu? Hot Ryu or casual Hanzo? Casual Hanzo seems more honorable, and Ryu just seems like he might just punch you. He'd be a douche. Yeah, like, and also, I imagine that Hot Ryu smells bad. Mm. I mean, he's hot. I'd choose Hot Ryu. Was like, I feel like I would watch Hot Ryu in porn. He has like porn. a jock crotch. Yeah, <laughs> I'd watch him in some sort of porn, but I think Hanzo would be the more, you know, like, the person that would be more fun to spend time with. Yeah, he has something to tell you. He has wisdom beyond our years. Plus, I kind of <laughs> want to steal those pants. Like, the, the drop after crotch. He, after he's just worn them. But, like, the drop crotch, he, <laughs> drop, drop crotch sweats with a dragon across the butt, like, Okay, yeah, I want those. As long as it doesn't say pink on them. <laughs> exactly, or juicy. <laughs> or juicy. I don't need writing across my butt. I just want a dragon. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, can't they get it right? Seriously. Oh, man, if Blizzard <clears throat> ever releases those pants, I will buy them. Well, you just saw a sweatshirt, so you never know. Seriously, someone's done a sweatshirt with like his tattoo sleeve mm-hmm. on one side of it, so. Might be the next thing. We're on our way. So, yes, let's learn, learn something. The word of the week. Week, week. Is brumal. Brumal. Yeah. Brumal. It's an adjective. Brumal. Brumal. To describe something as brumal. It seems, I imagine it would be something that is like. It's related to the season. Okay. Because it's, it's like where I was going, to, it wasn't very festive. Um, I imagine it's something that like, just off the top of my head, it seemed like something that would be rough or like textured. Hmm. Um, but like i could see why you would think that you know but yeah but what what what, did, what is it it means wintry oh so just of the winter yeah so two little things i have so you could say it's a brumal night 
Oh. So like a wintry night. Or there came a howling brumal day. Interesting. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's actually I haven't cool. either. And I was like, how old is this word? But these two um, samples were from 1997 and 1990. So. All right, then. That's oh. just a good 50 cent word, though, because I feel like it's a lot of word, that's a word people probably wish wouldn't yeah, know to use. Yeah, brumal. Interesting. Of, yeah, of the season. So. How about, um, do you want to do Vinyl Frontier? Yeah, sure. It's the Vinyl Frontier. <laughs> so, <laughs> to continue on the um, the thing we talked about last week, because so now we talked about last week about how um, Skyrim uh, has like a limited to 3,000 single disc version from I'm 8-Bit, and there's yes. like a five disc version or four or five disc version from uh the bethesda web web store uh, i was at amoeba um because you know i go to amoeba a lot and for record store day there was a single disc release of atmosphere sounds or atmosphere music it could just be like the sort of atmospheric kind of, of skyrim? background music from skyrim Dope. each side of the record is 21 minutes long whatever and it literally side a is called like atmospheres one and side b is called atmospheres two and that is it that's the entire album so i bought that because uh yeah done something i would never listen to well i think it'll be good to have on at work yeah while um, you're working while, while working yeah um and then uh and then, uh, oh, speaking of, because you said I am 8-Bit, I totally have the title when we get them on the podcast for that episode. I am 8-Bit Different. Oh, what? hey-yo, what hey-yo. crossover. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Yeah. And speaking of I am 8-Bit, uh, my, like, what, four or five or six, I'm not even sure how many discs it is, uh, deluxo edition of the soundtrack to Persona 5 just shipped. Sweet. I'm very excited for some jazzy Persona 5 soundtrack. I need to play Persona 5. I know they, it has mixed reviews, but for some reason I just have the urge mixed, to play it. Mixed, but mostly positive, really. Like, yeah. it's it, There's a lot of systems. There's a lot to process. Yeah. But that game is pretty awesome. I need to play that. And it's designed so well that people cosplay as its menus. Okay, what? Have you seen that? No. Google Persona 5 cosplay menu. And you will see that, like, there was a group of people that cosplayed as the menu. I'll wait. Persona 5 cosplay menu. Oops. Poly Cospanel. Oh! There it is. My goodness. We have to post this, too. Isn't that amazing? This is ridiculous but cool like it's so cool that someone took the that they took the time to make that that's like more than one person oh yeah it's a bunch of people so wow anywho yeah so persona 5 cool i'm a believer how do you get through a door with that (laughs) one person at a time yep so um do you have any other stuff should we go into news oh i have um do you have a a graphic a graphic jam honk honk (laughs) Stop right there, Rob. You just got yourself stuck in a graphic jam. Oh, no. (laughs) So that's so stupid. I hate it. I love it, though. It's so 80s. Um, So, yeah, uh, this week I have Gotham City Sirens. May I look at that? And um, hopefully I will actually do a better job of listening to you while I look at it. Oh, do you need it first? Yeah, it's by um, Paul Dini, who is pretty famous. Paul um, Dini! <laughs> I know it's kind of Wootini esque. Yeah, who who does that? The, the Star Jawas. Wars Jawas, yeah. And Guillaume Gillum March. Yeah, Guillaume Guillaume yeah. Gillum March, and he's does the pictures. And this book has some of the best like female artwork I've ever seen. They're just so pretty, especially since I do a lot of um drawings for fashion design. These look like croquis. 
They're just so pretty. Anyway, so this is about Catwoman and Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, and they're all neighbors, and not neighbors, they're all living together in Gotham City, so they kind of pull their forces together and become roommates. And it's really fucking funny, and it has all the characters of Batman in it. Like, new ones, old ones, everything from um, Raj al Ghul to the Joker to... It's just got Batman in it. It has everybody in it. And it's really funny. And it's written very well. And it takes place after... Well, there's a bunch of stuff that happens right before. But Catwoman, her heart is ripped out by Hush in a previous um, graphic novel. And so she's pieced back together by... um, uh Zatanna who's the magician and so she's kind of like this broken catwoman like she can't get herself together so that's why they all start living together because Harley and Poison Ivy are, Poison Ivy are like bitch you need to get your shit back together let's figure this out let's be roommates let's pull forces together and take over the city so there's a lot going on but it's really fun and I think, if I'm not mistaken, there is a film being written right now, or actually made right now. Unfortunately, it's by the same person who did... Killing Joke? No. Oh, God, that's good. It's it's a live action. Oh, okay. Um, Suicide Squad? Yes, you said the words. It's that director or that writer? Or... I think it's the director. Well, it's like he just did that movie Bright for Netflix. This is so bad. Which apparently is one of the worst reviewed movies of the year. I think they'll fire him. I don't know. I mean, if uh, as long as they make money, I guess. Suicide Squad wasn't a total failure, I don't think. It wasn't a failure for the box office. It was a failure for me. Well, for a lot of people it was. And I, okay, so when they have polls online, what's your best or your favorite like superhero DC movie and they put Suicide Squad, you know they're still in high school. Yeah. Well, because they don't have any really understanding of like the Burton Batmans. They don't have or any, even the, any understanding Chris, of a Christopher, good film. Or the Christopher Nolan Batmans even for that matter. All they want to see is Harley Quinn in hot shorts. It's yeah. so bad, that film. Booze I and hot pants. <laughs> booze and hot pants. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even finished it yet. I just can't get through it. Mm. So anyway, that's my two cents. So yeah, um, Gotham City Sirens. It's, I think there's still writing episodes for it. I'm pretty sure. And it's, you know, it's got a lot of hot eye candy too, because these girls are pretty sexy. So yeah. it's a win. Your turn. Uh <laughs> So, on to newsy stuff? Yeah, let's go to news. All right, so um, this is the thing. This, like, I'm di- I was digging in some older news, so some of this may be not necessarily new news, but it's still news. Um, Polygon.com did uh, a five-part uh, article where they did the top 500 video games of all time. Sweet. And we will go through all 500 of them Starting right now. now. <laughs> 500. I, Number one. <laughs> I kid. Uh, so um, I looked and I just actually wrote down the top 10, just so we could talk about the top 10 games of all time. I wonder if I could guess them. I figured we would take a little stab at some guessing first. I'm not going to guess them in order, obviously. No, no, no. Just tell, make a guess and I'll tell you if it's on like, the top 10. I would say, okay, Tetris. Tetris is number one. Really? Number one <laughs> game, they say, of all time. And it's, it, it is often a thing where, like, uh, I feel like whenever um, there's a list like this, the top, like, two are usually the same two games, just sort of, like, they take turns taking the top slot. But Tetris is quite possibly one of the most perfect video games. You know, games. they're making a movie about it, too. Oh, God, so of course stupid. they are. It's going to be, like, pixels. But I saw this meme earlier today that was so funny. 
and it said, if I learned anything from Tetris, it's that if you try to fit in, you disappear. That's cute. I love that. Yeah. Isn't it the best thing ever? It's so mm. true. Don't fit in. Be yourself. So what else you got? What are the other guesses? Okay, so... so you got Tetris. You got number one. You got the big one. Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. The first one is number three. Sweet. Um, I would say... Uh, 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 Super Mario Brothers. Which one? The original. Nope, but close. Super Mario 3. That was my second guess. Is number two. Oh, really? Yep. That was my second guess. It's my favorite Mario game is Mario World, but I recognize Super Mario 3 is monumental game changer. And wasn't that the one from The Wizard? It is. Yeah. So yeah, it also has that sort of super mythical kind of announce that they yeah. did for that game. That was a great... I remember just waiting for that game to come out. Um. Okay, Final Fantasy? Nope, not in the top 10. Sonic the Hedgehog? Not in the top 10. Really? No. I mean, really, yes, it is not. Um, okay, just tell me. All right, no, let's, let's, we can do a little bit of a, a guessy thing here. Yeah. So just think of the absolute epitome of a genre of a game. So I'll give Halo? you a, uh, Nope, not in there. I can give huh. you genres. So first person shooter, think back. Like, what would be one of the first first person shooters well, that made it? Doom. There you go. Doom, number four. Gotcha. Uh, fighting game. Street Fighter 2. Number nine. Uh, MMORPG. Mm, World of Warcraft. Number seven. <laughs> um, uh, Kid-friendly RPG that started one of the most massive franchises of all time. Hmm. Harvest Moon. Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh, yeah. Number I five. I into those. Me neither. Uh, I was too old for those. Me too. Um, arcade Classic, number six. I'm not going to make you guess this one. Ms. Pac-Man. Okay. Number six. Um, a game that created a genre unto itself, like the virtual Lego type game. Oh, Minecraft. Minecraft, number eight. And is that really a good game or is it just because it was so popular? I think it's because it kind of created an entire genre. Yeah. Um, like it is a game changer. And Minecraft is a game that's been out for what? Uh, probably seven, eight years. And would, it's still massively successful. Would that um, player unknown battleground, would that be part of that same genre? No, it's a like different thing. Because Minecraft, you build stuff. Player unknown battlegrounds, yeah. the world already exists. You're just, it's a big, it's a hundred person multiplayer shooter. And what about that new one coming out where you build inside it and you Fortnite. Shoot. Yes. Uh Fortnite actually uh they added a battle royale gameplay mode based on the success of battle of player unknown battlegrounds. Gotcha. That wasn't their core game mechanic, but I think it's why one plays Fortnite now. But um Sweet. So I think player unknown battlegrounds would be or PUBG would be the game that actually gets to really kind of stick their their flag in that as like their genre. Gotcha. Um so yeah, so you got most of these. So yeah, number 1 Tetris, 2 Super Mario 3, 3 Legend of Zelda, 4 Doom, 5 Pokemon Red and Blue, 6 Ms. Pac-Man, 7 World of Warcraft, 8 Minecraft, 9 Street Fighter 2, and number 10 and my personal favorite from this list. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Super Metroid. Oh, I love Super Metroid. I'm surprised you didn't guess Metroid. Right? I wasn't thinking i mean there's a lot of games i know yeah and so my but, brain was spinning but it's a, it's a good that was you had some good guesses though like some of your guesses were like i love you went straight to number one <laughs> you had the number one I answer do. and then you decided to play instead of pass on the feud um <laughs> so um i've just got a couple of little newsy things but do you have any news stuff uh, only that my theory, which we already knew, but it's still just a disappointment, is that Apple has 
announced and basically told us that they do slow down our iPhones with an update in order to sell newer versions of the iPhone, which is wrong in so many ways. Well, they do also say, though, that they uh, they do it to save battery life is but what they're at least using as their excuse. Because now they have to save face after saying, oh, wait, we do screw you. Because honestly, how many iPhones do some people purchase in a year the same one because they drop it and it breaks or there gets what they get water in it and it gets fucked up and so they're already buying multiple multiple phones a year should have had water i'm like starting to skip all my words but um it's just so rude for them to purposely fuck up your phone so that you'll buy a new one especially if there's nothing wrong with it like obviously people like me who take care of my phone it should run as long as i need it to and if i want to update it then i can yeah that's how i feel well, it's like, I, I feel like, I, anyway, I feel like Apple, if anything, recently has really fucked up in that, like, the new OS is kind of broken and, like, they just had problems, I feel like, yeah. in the last, the last launch. But, like, what, I mean, my iPhone 4S, I had for three years and that phone was holding together just fine. Um, It was slow, but, like, also the problem is I was using an OS at, by the end of it that was three years newer than my phone. Like, the phone wasn't meant to handle the level of computational shit that they were throwing at that thing. Yeah, but then they shouldn't be updating old phones with yeah. that stuff unless you request it. Well, I always I always request the updates because I just want the most recent firmware. And see, I didn't want any of that bullshit because I knew what was going to happen. But with the newest firmware, I can send money via Apple Pay to people via text message. It's amazing. It's called Venmo. I don't like Venmo because it's owned by the guy who owns PayPal. And oh, it is? Yes. So I try not to use Venmo. I don't know what the deal is with PayPal. Uh, PayPal has, I think his name is uh, Peter Thiel, and it was like a, a it was during the 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 presidential campaign. It was just oh, like I don't want to, I don't want to align with that guy. So that I, is depressing. So I try not to use Venmo, but and like there are PayPal's everywhere, so you kind of can't win. But I don't know. Today I struck a blow, and that I paid somebody back for lunch using Apple Pay via text message. It was awesome. I'm also a big fan of Apple Pay, though. So. Yeah. But that is a bummer, though, about them, like, purposely slowing down phones. But, like, I'm on the one-year update plan, so in February I get a new phone anyway. Yeah, they're going to make their money. And this, if anything, is just going to make things worse for them, like, well, admitting to this. Well, so even before they announced that, though, a lot of people I know were, like, ready to bail on Apple just because, like, the new devices weren't wowing them or the OS oh, issues. Oh, I'm ready to bail. Yeah, or the OS issues are just pissing people off. I don't off. know what I'm going to go to since I have a MacBook and I have an iPad, so they all, you know, talk to each other. That's the thing. I'm so in bed in this ecosystem. Like, unless the phone literally just, like, murdered me in my sleep, I'm probably just going to keep buying Apple phones because... It's the Winona writer of phones. Totally. And it's like, I'm we just... We love to hate it and we hate to love it. And I'm already in it. Like, it's fine. It's, it gets the job done. You know. So, do you have any other news? No. All right, I'm well, still I, sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a few other news things, and one of them is a sad one. Um, so uh, they've announced both Sony, or rather, uh, all, uh, all the companies, Sony, Atlas, and Bandai Namco, have announced that the Demon's Souls servers for the PS3 game Demon Souls are shutting down on February 28th. 2018 for good so no more multiplayer in demon souls no jolly cooperation no helping a buddy out to i don't fight. know if i've ever played demon souls it is the precursor to dark souls it is extremely difficult mm. um a lot of people or a lot of people some people had a theory is anybody playing it still uh, i don't know if anyone's playing it right now i mean it has a small dedicated group that i think are always playing it 
Um, but like there was a theory that, um, well, because it's a game that was published by three different companies in three different regions of the world, Sony published it in Japan, therefore they managed the servers there. Bandai Namco released it in Europe and they managed the servers there. And Atlas did it from North America and they managed the servers. The fact that all three of them have agreed to shut down the servers at the same time, a lot of people were thinking that that meant we were going to be seeing a remake or a remaster of Demon's Souls. And so they're killing off the old one for the remake. But they haven't announced that yet. And so that's a bummer because that would have been super cool. But um, it's nice to think about. So yeah. sad that Demon Souls servers are getting shut down because when I played Demon Souls, I didn't understand the weird multiplayer nature of those games. And I always played it by myself. And if anything, I probably would have finished it if I'd known mm-hmm. to party up with people because at the time the game was actually popular. Well, that was back when you just didn't know stuff like that. Seriously, there was no reason. To, like, no game had multiplayer like that. It was fucking yeah. weird. There was no reason to understand yeah, how that thing worked. So that's the thing. Um, but speaking of From Software, the developers of uh, Demon Souls, uh, at the Game Awards show several weeks ago, they released a new teaser for a game. Uh, didn't say what the name of the game was, but the tagline at the end said, Shadows Die Twice, and it was a very creepy, didn't really show a whole lot, but it was very... I, I saw this. It was a very bloody, twisty, torture device type thing. It looks pretty much... Oh, it's literally a clip of just something yeah, It's like... a teaser. Yeah, like a yeah, like, like a tension a thing. Or yeah, like twisting. Yeah, I'm. It looks like it's probably announcing Bloodborne too, which I'm super excited about. But um, it definitely. Uh, I'm very excited. I love that That's developer. A good guess. And um, I am absolutely on board with whatever they may do. But um, Bloodborne two would be amazing. So I haven't picked up Bloodborne the first the original since we last talked about but it. But you beat Gascoin on your first try. That's a sign you're supposed <sighs> to commit to it. I know, but it's it's one of those games that creeps me out. Because well, it's super creepy. Like the animation is very like everybody's super lanky and twisted and ugh nightmares. Those games are so scary. That's nightmare. Yeah, I love them. Like even fighting the fucking gravekeeper. What's his name? Father Gascoin. He was scary as fuck, too. And, like, my anxiety level went way up. Oh, yeah. Now, my heart is racing all the time in those games. And, like, Todd hates watching me play them because I tend to go, like, <gasps> or, holy shit. Like, I actually respond, like, out loud with, like, being that startled. that shit jumps and, out at you. And, and I, that fucking huge pig is scary, too. And I typically don't do that. So, I think, yeah, Todd got weirded out whenever I started doing that, playing uh, any of the Souls games. Or yeah. And I know it's really difficult because you did get me through one of the levels and you did it by clockwork. So I know you've had to play that level a thousand times oh, to yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I definitely I know that first level real well because I did a bunch of grinding in there. Yeah. So I'm like, if gotta... this is what this takes, I don't know if I'm I'm that committed to it. I put many, many hours into that game. But is it a cool game? Yes. I'm, if you're into that sort of thing, I say go for it. So good. Yeah. And then also at the Game Awards show, they uh, made a really cool announcement that Bayonetta 1 and 2 are coming to the Switch. Uh, which Remastered? Uh, they don't need to remaster. The, the Switch is kind of the same kind of graphic power as previous consoles. Bayonetta 1, though, is really like... Well, it's on PS3, 360, it was, you know, still pretty good looking. It's same same generation, technically, as the Wii U. Yeah, so, like, true. which is what Bayonetta 2 is for. Um, so, like, those are both coming to the Switch. Bayonetta handheld? Approved. I will buy that again. Yeah, that'd be in so good. In February. So it's coming soon. And they also announced... Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta 3 is Shut. currently... Shut 
the door. It is currently in development exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. Of course. So, Sega, you did me wrong. I love, love, love that Nintendo has committed to this M-rated franchise that, like, I don't think it sells especially well, but, like, its dedicated fan base fucking loves it. We're ravenous for it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I know some people are like, well, I'm buying a Switch then because I want to play Bayonetta 3. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I... One of the big reasons I got my Wii U Travis is was for Bayonetta for, 2. For Christmas. I wonder if it is because he knows Bayonetta 3 is coming out. It's, oh, I'm so excited. Like, I cannot wait. I mean, who knows how far off that thing is, but... That's yeah. pretty dope. I'm into it. I really hope they bring back her long hair, though, because I'm not into the short-haired Bayonetta as much, even though the game's cool. Yeah. But I want her to be, like, ethereal again, not this punk girl. <laughs> Either way, I love her. Yeah, me too. I'm so picky. <laughs> so that's all the news I got. That's all the news I got. All right, then. So should we talk about uh, some crushes? Well, do you have a New Year's resolution? Um, I mean, like, I feel kind of unoriginal and lame in that, like, my, you know, I, I want to be the best me I can be, which I'm doing Start what I... Lace, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. fixing my eyes in the new year. Um, And, of course, it is funny. Um, if uh, Based on the recovery sort of timeline, I'm actually not supposed to work out for, like, at least a week after I get that done. Um, Like, work out or work? Work out. Oh. Um. But like, so, you know, I can't work out. I can't really, you know, I can't exercise. Yeah. Doctor's orders. I just, I'm, doing, I'm just doing what they say. I would not. Um, it was kind of funny. Like, there's a checklist of like, after seven days, you can do this. And after two weeks, you can do this. And after a month, you can do this. After three months, you can skydive. To which I was like, oh, no, if I don't skydive for three months, I'm going to forget how, you know? Yeah. Actually, I do want to skydive. I want to very badly. Should we go? I would love to skydive. Yes. That would be fun. It's not that expensive. It's not that it's expensive. It's like 150 bucks. I really want to do it. So does Isley, the one I went up oh, yeah. with. We should all do it. My mom would freak out if she knew I was doing it, but I really want to. You only live twice. Or once for most people. No. You simple folk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like a New Year's resolution, I guess one thing I was thinking about, I don't know if I'll actually do it or if I'll commit to it, but I'm kind of putting it out there as who knows, maybe. Um so whenever I, for anyone that um, is listening that is not friends with me on Facebook or hasn't seen uh, my posts on our Instagram about it, typically when I finish a game, I tend to post uh, some brief thoughts that I have on that game. And I've actually had a handful of people reach out to me about how much they like just those little impressions. Like, they're not full reviews, but there's little impressions on a sort of, uh, as a, a fan mm-hmm. kind of perspective of it. Yeah. And um, I was actually thinking of doing like a Tumblr or something where i review something every day i don't know if i have it in In like one sentence uh it could be real short could be longer um and the thing is i don't know if i have it in me why don't you just do it on twitter that'd be fun actually because yeah i I was saying i don't know if i have it in me to do a 365 you know entry thing for the year yeah but like there's something kind of fun though to think about like every single day i review something it could be a movie i just saw it could be a tv show i just watched it could be a game i just finished it could be a taco i just ate i was just thinking it'd be interesting to talk about something different different every single day and whether i like it or whether i don't like it and why doesn't have to be long and involved but i I think it'd be kind of a fun new year's resolution to do just to sort of like take five minutes every day just to sort of make a statement about something good or bad yeah i mean i think everybody does it every day anyway we just don't write it down i know and it's and now it would be like an official thing where i can look back at my year and sort of do that i'm thinking about it that's kind of a resolution ish 
It's commitment. It is. But, you know, seriously, like, it's hard enough working, doing a podcast, and, like, yeah. waking up every day. It's hard. The, things are hard. I mean, this is kind of like that, yeah. except you do it on a weekly basis. Yeah. But, yeah, totally. I don't see so, why you couldn't do it. Yeah. So, we'll see. That, that's one thing Try I'm kind out. of throwing out there. See if it works. Who knows? Yeah. So, because, um, yeah, Todd tried doing a daily vlog for a while. He made it a good couple months. Um, but, like... It's hard. Yeah, committing to something like Commit, that. Yeah. When, especially, like, if you're traveling, you don't have Wi-Fi. Like, there's a lot of things that, like, can just kind of get in the way. So, actually, it's interesting. Like, yeah, the idea of Twitter, as long as you are in a developed nation with cell service, it's not that hard to tweet. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, having to upload a video or something, that takes a little bit more yeah. out of you. So, what about you? Do you have any resolutions for the new year? Uh, Yes. Uh, again, kind of like what you said, I just want, except I want things in my life that make me happy, you mm -hmm. know? So I'm thinking of, and I don't know if I'm going to do this yet, because it is a big commitment. I want to start, like, taking surfing lessons. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's good for your body. Yeah. It's good for your mind. I'm not scared of the ocean like a lot of people are. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the ocean. So I'm thinking about it. That'd be super cool. The question is, is there a wetsuit long enough for me? Yes, <laughs> there are. And so that's one thing. But to go along with that, I'm definitely going to have to get a car before I... Because, you know... Oh, yeah. I'm too far from the ocean to... Yeah. As close to the ocean as we are in L.A., we're still far from the ocean due to traffic. Oh, yeah. Like, this, in L.A., you're technically close to everything, but you're also a long time away from everything. Yeah. Distance, nothing. Time, lots. Miles, three. Time, 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that would be a commitment that if... If I did start it, when I do start it, I'm going to commit to it, but it's going to get, it's going to be really hard to start. Yeah. Um, and yeah, buy a new car and uh, I kind of want to do more volunteer work too. Since I have a lot of free time on my hands, I think it would be meet cool people and do good deeds and yeah, that, stuff like that. So. That's really admirable. I should do more to give back because I am a little selfish with my time. Yeah. I think as Americans, we all are. Yeah. For the most part. But that's just because got a lot of shit to do. So totally. and I don't at the moment. So <laughs> might as well do something that's worthwhile. So yeah. Nice. So that's my two thousand eighteen resolution. Just be better than two thousand seventeen. I was not a fan. Even though some good things happened, you know, overall I give it like a C minus. This is a it's been a rough year. It's funny because like last year was the year that everyone was upset that like all their favorite celebrities died. And this year, mostly I think politically was just yeah, the fucking it's devil. Bad. Um so yeah. yeah. It this year really showed how hateful this country is. Yes. Towards difference. Yep. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so crush. Yes, on to more 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 sexy matters. It's just a little crush. Crush. <laughs> you lead. What is who is your crush? My crush is from the game I'm currently playing, and it's Shelob. Oh. The spider. Yes. But not in spider form, because that's just bestiality. Yeah. But I love her in her um, human form. She's a little cape chet. Yeah. Kind of like Hella. She's kind of like a more gothic Yennefer from The Witcher. She reminds me a lot of Yennefer. Yeah. And I really do love a dark-haired, light-skinned vixen. Mm. Well, yeah. Wonder Woman and... You Myself and I, <laughs> who, me? who me? Speaking of Hella, um, 
Rob got me a little Christmas gift of the Funko Hella with her helmet on, and it's pretty dope. She's ready to kick she some looks ass. Good, yeah. Thank you. You are welcome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's my crush, and she has a very sexy, deep voice too, which I appreciate in a woman. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, and her, um, her outfit is cute too. It's very Gretchen. I like that it's simple. It's kind of because it could have given her armor, made her look like a spider, kind of. Yeah. They didn't. They just made her really simple, like a goddess almost. So yeah, I'm all about that. Nice. How about you? Mine is Bj Blaskowitz from the recent Wolfenstein God, game. God, he's so. Fucking hot. Seriously, like, I do kind of enjoy that he's, like, a big meathead type, like, build. Yeah. And it is funny, though. Like, I actually noticed in um, the new Colossus, I noticed it as much in uh, the New Order, that he actually reminds me a lot of, like... Duke Nukem? No, no, no. Like, a a real person. He actually um, looks like a more beefy, like, action heroed out version of Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Look at his face. Like, there's some of the facial expressions he does. I don't know if it's his eyes, but there's something about him that is fairly Jake Gyllenhaal-ish. And it's. I'm not saying it's complete, like, like I'm not saying it's a spitting image, but I'm saying, like, Reminds you, of. you can see a little bit of him in this face. And um, that's it. It ends there. Performance-wise, character-wise, not him. Which is crazy because I'm super attracted to this character, Billy, but I am not attracted to Jake Gyllenhaal at what? all. What? What is wrong with you? I'm not attracted to him. I'm not attracted to... um. Who's the other one everybody likes? Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling. I don't know why. What are your thoughts on Hugh Jackman? He's handsome. Not my type, though. Wow. Yeah. I do, but I like um Chris Hemsworth. Long hair or short hair? Both. I like it both, yeah. I like the short hair on him. Yeah. But no, I'm a total Gyllenhaal believer. Love him. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, he's cute. He's just not my type. But also, like, yeah, in real life, he's extremely handsome. He's funny. He's well-read. Yeah. There's just, he's, he's got a lot going on for him. He definitely does. I mean, if he asked me out on a date, I would not say no. Yeah, he'd be like, uh, no, pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. No, I would not do that. I would totally date him. I'm just saying, if he's out there and he wants me, you can ask me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. He's not somebody I would pick off the top of my head, though. But Billy's hot. Continue to talk about him. No. Well, he's like, got a really cute butt What did you play? Game. Did you play the New Order? No, just the New Colossus. The New Order has a sex scene where you get to see his butt. Shut up. I'll look it up right now on YouTube. Hey, YouTube. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be on YouTube because there's, like, nudity in it. Trust me. Well, you t- YouTube don't care. All right, well... <laughs> Anywho, yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, he's, and he's, like, a quality human being, too. Like, that's, I think, what makes it even better. Like, Well, because he got the shit kicked out of yeah, him, as we learn like, in the newest game. As a handsome meathead, he still has some substance going on. Totally. So, good stuff. Anywho, well, yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, Sweet. So, we'll, we'll, we'll look throw up out the, uh, the infos. Yeah. All right, well, you can follow me on the social media at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, and Satine on Twitch, where we will be streaming night trap the night trap game so before the new year watch so, watch the twitters watch uh, the twitters we'll announce it yeah we will schedule something because we got to do that for live reals. and chat with us and, and hopefully i will like see trim, how ridiculous this game is and i can trim <laughs> my beard by then because it's like straight up like i have like dwarf level of like bushy beard right now it's what if we upsetting. just throw glitter in it nope dot com uh so you can follow me on the twitters at fast danger and uh you can follow me on instagram and twitch at mr gladstone where mr is spelled out and you can follow the podcast at bit diff podcast on twitter instagram and facebook 
and bit different podcast at gmail is our email <laughs> wow uh that was a little weird uh and like and you should be following us because uh our twitter account recently retweeted me talking about the game that i won't shut the fuck up about oxen free that was free for a day like literally on goodoldgames.com that game was 100 percent free which ever... they retweeted you no i tweeted it and then i retweeted it as the oh, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did see uh, that. and uh but yeah everyone in my office right now is playing oxen free because it was free i know and i saw that and i still didn't do it and it's amazing so good because uh, I want to give them money. Well, you should. I bought the 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 collector's edition that I Made Bit released that came in an ice chest. See, and I don't know what that reference means. Uh, when you play the game, you will know what the significance of the ice chest is. Um, yeah. So I got that. Uh, yeah. So and then um, we uh, oh, we have line. new episodes every Wednesday. Seriously, this is proof. Look at this. The proof is in the Christmas pudding. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> would you kindly follow, rate, and comment uh, what we're up to here in iTunes and Google Play? Oh, and we had a new... Um, review? A new review, I believe. Oh, well, now I have to, like, fill the time while I dig that up. No. I'm not that interesting of a person. How am I supposed to keep talking? But you are. But maybe we should just wait till next week, or should I dig it up? Let's do next week. Let's okay, just be yeah. ready for it next we'll week. We'll do it for next week. We're just so, going to get you guys, you know, all titillated here. Yeah, and we'll give you all a chance to write more reviews so we can read all of them. There you go. We still have a five-star review, by the way. Good. Excellent. Because keep up the good work, listeners. It's nice to know we're perfect human beings. Yeah, yeah we are. The perfect podcast. Completely infallible. We are just, yeah, we, we, are, we are perfect. Yeah. It's not like we took two months off or anything. No. Um, Nobody was mad at that because we're so perfect that yeah. it doesn't matter. It was like, I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure yes. that like they're doing what is right for us by taking two months off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anywho, well, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. Happy holidays. Merry yeah, happy Christmas. holidays. Happy New Year. Yeah, because, yeah, this will be right before the New Year. Right People will be listening to this. So, so we'll... happy New Year to you. Yes. Be safe out there. Please yeah. come back, listen some more. Yeah, and I hope you get everything you want. Yes, or I hope you got everything you wanted because uh, Christmas will have already happened. Yeah. Ugh, that's already a sad sentiment. Oh, my God. Seriously, Christmas is in just a handful of days, and I've done next to no shopping. I keep my Christmas tree up until January 15th. Is your tree real? It's real fake. All right. So at least it's not a fire hazard. <laughs> it's not a fire hazard. Our, our tree is very real. <laughs> and uh, so kind of once Christmas is done, it's kind of like, we need to get out of here or there's going to be needles everywhere. God, that's the worst cleanup too. Yeah. Well, Ugh. luckily, Todd cares a lot about the tree. Therefore, he tends to take care of the tree. Okay. Um, I just Sweet. support there being like, you know, outdoor things inside all of a sudden. It's a little weird. You, tr Yeah. You cut down a tree and you trim and you dress its fucking corpse body <laughs> yeah just cover it in lights and just look at it for a month it's well worth it, it there is are, nice. trust me i saw and i know for a fact that there are a lot of trees out there because i went through oregon there's a lot of trees they're fine well and also like <laughs> i say like one thing that's made having a christmas tree super great is having alexa control her lights Oh, I don't have that. I'm so simple. I just like the rainbowy multicolors. No, no. It's a, we just tell her, you know, Alexa, turn on the tree. And then the, oh. it turns on. It's very convenient. And I just plug it in. And it does the same thing. But I can do it from the couch without moving. Because <laughs> I always forget to turn on the tree. Always. And Todd gets mad at me. And so that way I can just be like, really? Alexa, turn on the tree. And she it's turns the it on. first thing I do. Yeah, well. And now I can, when I walk in, I can just be like, turn it on. And she's like, you got it. You got it, or rather, dude. She just goes, okay. 
Can you change your voice, or is it always the same voice? I think it's always the same. You can change what she reacts to, because like her her wake word is Alexa, but you can also make it computer if you want to be like a pal kind of thing. You know, computer, mm. do this. Mr. Burns, you turn me on. <laughs> Hello, Smithers. Oh, yeah. You're quite good at turning me on. <laughs> you, of course you would know that line for line. Oh, yeah. All anyway. right. Well, happy again, holidays. happy holidays. And chowsies. Bye-bye. <laughs>